Tenakoto Katoa, and thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Code with Kingy. Where for this go around, I'm sharing the mic with one of my good brothers, Ben Ross, and we are chopping it up over our NBA X Super Rugby team. So, pretty similar to what I did with the other bro, Chris Whitley, we're picking NBA stars to make up a rugby team. Uh, and before we get into it, bro, uh, Ben, how are you? Um, not bad, you know. Lockdown, not so good. But uh, haven't been, haven't got anything else to do, so uh, yeah, I'm keen. Sweet, bro. Uh, yeah, similar to me, man. I guess, well, to everyone, really, just doing as much as we can from home, and obviously with no footy on until this coming weekend. Yeah, I thought I'd get another one of the brothers on with his um, extensive NBA knowledge to, you know, I guess, merge it in with COVID Kingy, bro. Um, and we'll start with the front row this time, considering I started at fullback uh, with Wit. Do you want to kick it off? Uh, yeah, pretty tough going looking for a front row from the NBA. Uh, Everyone is kind of a beanpole, but uh, <laughs> I just look for pretty look for the thickest out there. And um, so tie head, I've got uh, Draymond Green, uh, Hooker, PJ Tucker, and um, loose head, I got Andre Drummond. I like it. I went with what at number one again with you. It's so tough, similar to like what happened with me and what with the league because those guys are so big. And I guess with the way the game's played now, there isn't really that pudginess that you probably saw out a lot of the old school players. So at loose head, because I feel like you get away with a little bit more, I went with Nikola Jokic. At two, this might be a little bit unorthodox, I went with James Harden. I don't know, I feel like I like, I like my two, he's got a bit of attack in him. And yeah, he's, he's got a bit of roundness to his game, which I like. And then at three, at tight head, I actually went with another left field pick. I went with Bam Adebayo. He's probably got a, He's probably like that more chisel prop that you see nowadays. Maybe like your Ben Mays, but yeah, no, I really, I really struggle with that. But yeah, I like your um, I like the idea of PJ Tucker at hooker. He's not even in my team. I don't know how I overlooked him. Yeah, I figured um, if Mike D'Antoni can get him to bullet corner threes, it's not too much different to a line out throwaway, and it even looks like a line out throw. So I think that'd be pretty easy. Hundred, bro. All right, I'll kick us off with our locks. And purely because I feel like he would have a better understanding of the game than most of the guys in my lineup, I went with Stephen Adams. Big seven-footer, tough man, gets and does all the dirty work. Yeah, what I want out of my lock. And then at four, you know, probably that bit more rangier guy, has a bit more finesse to him, very Brody Retallick-esque. Uh, Joel Embiid, another seven-footer. Uh, so I went, um, at my first lock, I also went Big Kiwi. I feel like if he decided to just transfer over, he could probably just sneak into that line squad as is right now. Andrew. And then uh, the other lock I've gone with, the big Lithuanian, Jonas Valanciunas. I feel like he gives me kind of Luke Romano vibes as is. So he could get out there, I reckon. Bullet, uh, a definitely money ball line out with Steve Adams though. Eh? He's only 110 kilos. So Draymond and uh, Andre getting him up there pretty quick, <laughs> I reckon. There's something about the Europeans, I feel like they'd be more suited to the rugby games than the Americans. I don't know. So do you understand where I'm coming from with it? I guess like the toughness. I don't know. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not. They're kind of leaner, the Americans. There's not too many thick boys. Mm. But I feel yeah. like, um, and Jonas Valanciunas kind of just looks like one of those like Russian spies. 
sort of tough bastards. So yeah, yeah I think he'd be good on the rugby pitch. You're both dark hats. All right, let's forward. Who you got? I got at six the uh, the New York Knicks version of a Kiriwani. I got Julius Randle, and then seven I got the dog Montrez Harrell, and eight I've got Zion. Oh, all right. Talk talk us through that trio. What do you like about uh, them? Do they complement each other? I got Julius purely because he's 125 kegs and he's six eight, and I feel like he plays bully ball on the court anyway. So if you mean carries, Zion kind of speaks for himself. Like if you go eight nine blind, like he's gonna <laughs> run over most. And Montreal, how like for a seven, like on my seven, I just wanted the the hardest worker in the league, and I feel like he would be pretty pretty nifty at seven, stealing a lot yeah. of ball. I like it. Yeah. All right, I've I've gone with a bit more. My my loose forward trio isn't very, uh, probably isn't as tough as yours, or isn't as bulky, but I guess I'm just trying to adapt my team to the the skill set and the athleticism of my players. At six, I've gone with Giannis. I feel like he's a, again that that rangier sort of freak athlete, um, but he's still got that bulk on him. At seven, I've gone with Jimmy Butler. Again, similar to you with Montrez, I feel like he's just got like that real dog in him. He's going to just go all day um, and he's not going to back down to anyone, which I love out of my open side. And then at number eight, I've actually gone with LeBron. He's one of those guys where you probably could, you could chuck him at lock. You could chuck him at first five. He fits in anywhere, but I don't know, the back of a scrum, similar to what you said, like going blindside, you know, like he's probably like SBW on steroids, like getting that ball around the corner to his little nine. And I feel like, you know, like off kickoffs and stuff, you see a number eight dropping back. So he's still going to be involved in a lot of the play and, yeah, something like at the back of the pack, you know, I feel like he would have great control there and he's still that link between the forwards. So, you know, if that ball's at the back of a scrum or the back of a ruck, you know, nine times out of 10, you're going to have LeBron in there and he could actually stop the ball going to the backs if he doesn't feel like they deserve it. So, yeah, that's my... You'd be, uh, be a bit of a bigger Victor Vito almost, eh? I like that comparison, bro. I like that. He'd be quick right. off the bat. A bit quicker than time. He's probably quicker than everyone on the field, to be fair, and he'll last yeah, the longest. Enough, yeah. There's Even a question of where you're going to put him at. Exactly. All right. Nine and 10. I'm not sure how they'd work as a combo because they're two pretty stubborn guys. But at nine, I've gone with Chris Paul. I think that speaks for itself, obviously, with the distribution. And then at 10, I went for Kyrie Irving. Got the skill set of Dome, bit of wizardry, you know, can make something out of nothing. But again, you know, like I'd obviously have to work my magic as a coach to get those two on the same page because I feel like they'd both want to take the team in their own directions. But yeah, that's a that's a battle for another day. We're just picking them at this stage. For me, I also went CP3 at nine. I feel like just the high IQ and the distribution as well as he'd definitely be talking in the rare full game. And at, uh, at 10, I went my guy, Clay Thompson. So the reason I went with him, because he's the best shooter in the league. And I feel like the mechanics of of shooting can probably translate to kicking, you know, release, mm-hmm. follow through. Yeah. And I feel like he could be my morning stain eventually. You know? <laughs> so that's how I went with Clay. And Clay's my guy. So when he comes over to play for me, I want when, you know, when he turns up to the horn, like he's a 10, you know, everyone knows who he is. <laughs> I like the way you go with it. It's very like spring I like your big forwards and then you've gone with a, just a, a general at 10. Play the Kicking corners. 10. Kicking ten. Uh, midfield for me, I've gone with Big Zion at 12. You know, that's just one-two cuts all day. You know, that's getting over the advantage line. Ma'anonu, you know, like I, I just want to install fear into 
you know, any loose forwards or that nine and 10, that's just prime real estate right there. Um, and then at 13, I like my guy to be as adept defensively as he is on attack. And that's just Kawhi Leonard for me. No brainer. Michelle? Uh At 12, I've gone the, we've kind of gone substitutes here. So my 12's LeBron. So you had him at eight, I've got him at 12. And my 13 is Drew Holiday. So I've gone 12 for the same reason. Clay's going to be giving short balls all game. But um, I've gone Drew Holiday for the more Conrad Smith type center. I want bootlaces kind of defender, draw and pass. You'll see what I mean with the draw and pass when you when I tell you about my wingers, mate. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Who's on the flanks? So my wingers, I got my well, I got my big left wing, big bunts, Miles Bridges. Mm. So I'm going to have a lot of clay cross kicks. Straight down, he's going to climb because he's got that 45-inch vert. There's going to be a lot of dots from that. And then um, on the right wing, where Drew Holiday is going to be drawing passing to, i got De'Aaron Fox. Speed. Who's, who's, who's not going to be caught, yeah. So I'm excited oh, for that. All right, on my left wing, similar to what I did in my four-pack, I went with a guy who I think would have a decent understanding of the game. And I feel like, you know, as much shit as wingers get these days, they... Now, they are pretty vitally important, especially with the, the prominence of the kicking these days. So I've gone with Ben Simmons, big left wing, and they can pluck anything out of the air, like you mentioned, with your with your winger bridges. And just that Aussie toughness, you know, just that, that down under toughness. And then on the right wing, I was tempted to put De'Aaron Fox there. Um, and this guy's probably a few clicks slower, but I feel like he makes up with it with all of his effort, you know, very like George Bridge-esque. And I went with Russell Westbrook. You know, and that way, when right. you stick him on the wing, you don't have to worry about anybody. You know, he doesn't have to pass inside. You just tell him go for the corner like he does on a basketball court. So, that's me. Who's your fullback? Uh, at fullback, I've got uh, I've got John Wall. Need a John Wall in there. So he's 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 rapid for a start. He's um he's going to sell out stadiums. He's going to do a lot of unnecessary fancy stuff. And that and that's why I've got it at my fullback, mate. He's just it's going to be a show. How about yourself? Well, talking about shows, I went with Steph. Now, I know like what you're thinking. His physique probably doesn't fit the game, but he's very like Damian McKenzie-esque for me. I feel like he's just got all the tricks of the trade. And he's one of those guys where it doesn't matter what he does. He never comes off second best from any collisions. And considering he plays amongst the trees and he has to learn to, you know, get all the different angles, I feel like that would adapt to rugby. And yeah, Damo just came straight to mind for me. And again, like that kicking game, you talk about clay and how, the techniques with shooting would, would transfer with kicking. Mate, Steph. Yeah, beyond. From range. That new rule as well, eh? What is that? 50, the 2250? Yeah. It's a shocking rule, eh? It'll be too easy for Clay and Steph. <laughs> be interesting to see how that rule goes uh, moving forward, especially against the spring box, considering the amount of kicking that'll go on there. But we're talking about the NBA for now. Um, I'll go to my reserve hooker. Again, I'm frustrated I didn't go with PJ Tucker, but I went with the round mound of rebound in 2021, Cole Lowry. Another sort of short, compact little fella. He probably doesn't draw them the same as PJ does, but he's a pretty he's a pretty good shooter. And I'm pretty sure his nickname around the league is like Bulldog. So yeah, it speaks for itself. Yeah, so for my bench hooker, I went with uh, I went with Paul Millsap. A similar frid- a fridge-like build as PJ. He's a he's a vet. You could see him being that Mealamu presence off the bench that we need. He'll probably keep, uh, he'll be able to keep John Wall in line as well. So that's why I went for most of that, mate. Nice, brother. Reserve front rowers. I've got Jared Dudley as my reserve front rower. 
I needed Jared Dudley. He was another one of the thick boys that are hard to come by. But um, he'll be good for the pre-match. He'll be tearing up each pre-match speech and getting the boys first. Not playing a lot of minutes, but he'll come on when he, when he, we need a scrum man. Veteran leadership. I like it. Well, I picked one of the boys that you started. I went with Andre. Just another big, just big heap of a man, really. Um, reserve lock. Do you want me to kick off or you? Uh, you go, mate. Uh, again, like I found it quite hard. I tried to find that that perfect blend of extended height because I mean, fuck again, these fuckers are all tall, but with a little bit of size on them and a little bit of grittiness. And I went with Rudy Gobert. Now he won't offer a lot on attack, but you know when I bring him on for that last quarter, I'm missing a talent to tackle, and we all know how good he is at defending. And again, money ball at line out time. I'm pretty sure the only way that he scores is through alley oop, so there should be no problem for him. You know, lifting there, eh? It's just money ball straight through. Yeah, straight up. So I've called Giannis as my um, as my bench lock, but he does he will get a, a run at wing quite often. Probably four till fifteen is uh, his domain for my team. Yeah, that's the thing with a lot of these guys because of how freakish they are as athletes. You can literally just deploy them anywhere. All right, um, least four. I have got Jimmy Butler as my bench seven. Interesting, as you had him starting, but he also gets a run at ten sometimes because he's he's a winner. He's an absolute winner. He's going to be my arty coming off the bench there. Yeah, love the culture. All right, reserve flanker for me, Paul George. Got a lot of lot of shit lately, but I thought that last year in the playoffs, you know, he showed a, bit, a lot of growth um, in the absence of Kawhi Leonard. And again, like we all know how great he is defensively, so you could probably deploy him anywhere across that front line. Uh, and he's equally as good with ball and hand when called on. So that's my reasoning. Uh, 21, my reserve halfback. And this guy's also going to cover 10 for me. And, you know, it gives me big pity Wepu vibes. You know, he's not the most athletic, but he's just a very cerebral player, that being Luka Doncic. Pity Wepu-esque, I can see. I can see, I can see that comparison. What about you, bro? So I've got, I got my bench nine is um, Russell Westbrook. So he's going to be my aggressive Piranara type player. It comes off the bench, runs it way too much, but the team loves it. Yeah. <laughs> you sort of want that out of a halfback off the bench, though. Bit of go on him. Yeah. Impact player. He's gonna to want to start, but we're gonna to have to we're gonna to have to bring him on as impact. That's just how it is. All right. Who's your reserve midfielder? Um or outside I've back. Got, outside so 22. Mm-hmm. I've got Devin Booker at 22. For a couple of reasons. He's utility versatile. He's gonna be a gun when he comes on, gonna get a lot of dots. And his um his missus will be at the aftermatch. <laughs> and it's uh, that'll be hissing. She'll bring her on to Raj. It's going to be great. Well, I literally had that noted down the exact same reason as well for having given. But he's... <laughs> Mate, he's, <Jim>. he's... <laughs> got to think about this as a GM, bro. <laughs> exactly. Big, big culture, guys, we are. All right. But he was my... He was actually my outside back because, again, I feel like he's just got that silkiness. Um, and then my other reserve back. Again, probably not a name that would spring to a lot of people's minds, but... You know, having watched the NBA like I do and, you know, the, the whole pre-draft process, there was a lot of talk around Anthony Edwards and his football background and how much of a mongrel he is. So I just thought, again, like I'm, I'm trying to pick guys that would just love the physical side. Not to say that basketball isn't physical, but, yeah, I mean, like rugby's just a different beast in itself. Or it's, a, it's a completely different game, but the, the contact's just always there for you. So I, just, you know, I don't know. I like the idea of Anthony Edwards, you know, running one-two cuts as well. I feel like you just pick up where Zion left off. Yeah, there's certain builds, eh? So, like, the Anthony Woods-type build is, like, it's almost hard to come by. 
They're mm. quite elegant athletes, tall, long, not really made for mass contact. But yeah, so my my other back was uh was J.R. Henny Smith was uh, my backup ten, and I needed him on there because he's going to be my he's going to be my Steve Donald coming off. He's going to hit that <laughs> that last minute that last minute penalty, and he's also um he's also booze captain, and we'll be running the Cordis for sure. That's why I've got J.R. Henny Smith and my backup ten. <laughs> yeah. What's that guy doing this these days? Eh? He's playing golf or something like that at uni. Yeah. Nah, he's not on a roster, bro. Yeah, he's playing golf for NCAA. I think he's going to join their scrub varsity team. So, yeah, he's, I don't think he's hooping anymore. He'll be brought in, though, when it comes playoff times again. Exactly. There'll be a few injuries. LeBron will need another man, and he'll come back in. <laughs> You've actually got quite a few guys with that veteran leadership. Like that Jared Dudley, again, a guy that I overlooked. I, I guess I was looking more at youth, but... I guess it depends on what sort of game you're playing, right? Like if you're looking for like a one-off, you'd probably be pulling the vets because they know all the tricks of the trade. But I guess long term. But again, that's my that's my fault as a host. I didn't I didn't go that deep into it. But yeah, uh, it's, 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 inter- it's interesting though. Eh? Like you, when you watch how much that veteran stuff actually is valuable to a team, like because you see him on the sidelines like dancing and shit, but like. Is that worth the money? And now he's got this assistant coach job or whatever it is. Is it at where is it? At the Mavs, maybe? Uh, but it's yeah, obviously you know it like, is. Yep, yep. It's massive impact yeah, that he has. Like you just don't see it. Like because everyone gives him all the Instagram comments are the same, the same thing. Like I could I could beat him one on one. Like why is yeah. he gonna be yeah, roster? But obviously there's a massive impact. So well, you know, because- credit to him. Yeah, exactly. Like I was reading the other day about Udonis Haslam. Like he's going back forward. Is it like his fucking hundredth year with the Miami Heat? And like the guy doesn't play. So like he's taken up. I don't know. Well, I guess when you're that far down the bench, it doesn't really matter because you're not getting any minutes. But yeah, there there is something to be said about guys who know the ins and outs of teams and how to bring guys together. And yeah, I guess if you just really need to strike that balance, right, between having all the fresh, keen guys and all the old fellas that know how to tackle you know the the extended road trips you know the cordies you don't want everyone fucking like monging out by 10 o'clock you need someone to keep going and that's what the old heads mm. are there for well it's like uh it's those old heads who do as i say and not as i do because it's not like they were ever great players like... <laughs> Fuck, but to be fair bro if you if you if you're around the league that long you've got to be doing fucking something right so maybe they know something that we don't but um yeah th- that's a wrap um on our podcast similar to what and every other guest i get on bro really appreciative of your time and the thought that's gone into this and yeah i'm not sure if we can do another spin-off of super rugby players playing on a basketball team but why don't we get our heads together after this and see what we can cook up tough going man we can try no it's been good bro i've enjoyed it all right appreciate your time ben i'll catch you in uh level two hopefully hey man catch you the horn <laughs>